0: Hello and good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees and their Multicultural Mess and Secular Scam. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate your presence and I really appreciate that you're here. You spend your time with me every day Um, a million times. Thank you so much and thank you for sharing my podcast. So before I go anywhere, I just want you to say I know I'm a little bit late but happy. Um... Um, goodi Padwa, um, or Happy Ugadi. Ugadi, U-gadi is uh, basically a festival, a spring festival to all those who are not aware of it. Um, the word yugadi is made of the word yuk, which means age and adi which means beginning. So according to Dharmic scriptures, yugadi is believed to be the day when Lord Brahma created the universe and one of the names of um, Vishnu is yugadi, yugadi yugadikrit uh, which means the creator of the yugs, the creator of the cycles. So he's also worshipped today. Um, so, North India, the day marks the beginning of the spring festival of Vasanta Navratri, which concludes on Ram Navni. In the southern states, uh, Karnataka, Telangana, um, um, Andhra Pradesh, it marks the beginning of the new year according to the uh, Vedic calendar. Uh, it's celebrated. It's a major festival. In Maharashtra, people celebrate Padwa on the day, which is also first day of the Chit. Chaitra month. Both the festivals are regarded as the as the herald of the harvest season and the, this year they fall on April the third uh, well I'm not sure because this my date is a little bit wrong over here. But uh anyway, I hope you had a great time. Um and you know, um don't forget to have fun for me fellas. Um so we'll get right down to it. Um We are going to do today's episode on the woke mob. Okay? I think everyone knows what the woke mob is. It's a bunch of liberals behaving that, that they are the saviors of the universe and they're going to they they're going to um solve all the problems of the universe by screaming, yelling, uh, shouting um um, you know, yelling, insulting, name-calling, um, and basically basically changing the laws, changing the school life so that you become, um, so you get brainwashed uh, for generations to be part of their slave plantation. Very much like the KKK, in my opinion. Uh, they have the Antifa um, and uh, BLM doing their, their dirty work for them, renting them out as tuggery, um, is what I think. I think. And on the top, they have these nice, slick little politicians doing the talk. But below there, they they rent out uh, thugs to do their work for them, and they call people fascist names, all these things. Uh, some people call them extreme left, extreme right, whatever it is. There, it's liberal ideology where um, you can change anything you want by changing by screaming, yelling, name calling, shaming, uh, spitting, uh, rioting, burning buildings, uh, causing. Chaos, disrupt uh, communal violence, and then pretend to be a victim. So I think you know where we're going with that. But anyway, um, today's topic I am going. I I did some research on it in we've already spoken about this okay there's nothing new but we'll take a look at a different angle i fell on a, a superb interview on jaipur dialogues okay great place uh, great people to to listen to their interviews um and they were having on an Indian-born American journalist called Asra Nomani. If you don't know who she is, she is fantastic. Uh, You may agree or not agree with everything, but she is fantastic. Uh, Really, really good. Was a friend of Daniel Pearl, uh, the journalist, a Jewish journalist who was slain and kidnapped and slain in Pakistan, Karachi. And, uh, Uh, Aswar was born in Mumbai, she's absolutely fabulous, and she was giving an interview on Jaipur Dialogues, and the new book she's uh, she's written, The Woke Army, okay, if you get a chance to go onto um, Amazon or anywhere you choose and buy the book, I will put a link to it on my website uh, sorry on on uh, my podcast you can take a look at it but do buy the book because it is fabulous uh, I haven't I've just bought it I've not read it but um, yes um, I bought I've, I bought it not read it it hasn't come as yet but uh, just the interview itself is enough to tell you that look this is uh, this is absolutely fantastic um, so we're going to go to a little bit of an interview, and I will explain it in my own words. Uh, and also going forward, uh, we will link it with what we have already said, I have already said before. So um, she's talking about the woke army in America, the woke world, okay? Uh, but she's looking at it through the Islamic sense, uh, because she is a Muslim. So she's looking at it as uh, the part where the alliance of the Islamists with the far left is what she says. So she being a Muslim was treated, uh, she apparently voted for Trump in, uh, in 2016 and she was standing up against um, Islamists in, within her faith. She was uh, standing up against hardliners, uh, these anti-women people, uh, uh, mullahs and men pushing women to the sidelines, and because she was challenging them, she herself was called an Islamophobe. So you cannot challenge Islam, you cannot challenge the men, the male chauvinism, you cannot channel their colonial mindset and their patriarchy. You just, you know, otherwise you, even if you're Muslim, you're an Islamophobe. Because Islamophobia is a new way of calling people kufr. Kufr is the old way of saying infidel. Um, Najas was used. Uh, Today they say Islamophobe. And they're still maintaining the same hierarchy, the same lineage, the same caste, uh, same tribal groups, uh, basically. But they just want more power with another label. So she said, uh, "Muslim extremists used CRT, which is the critical race theory, to make Muslims a race, so that they could call anyone cha- uh, out challenging extremism as a racist." She says, "When she discovered that in the two decades after the 9/11 attack, the Islamists and the, uh, the Islamists and the Muslims uh, that were affected in." By political Islam, uh, such as the Deobandis, the Muslim Brotherhood, the Tablighi Jamaat, these people in America built an alliance with the far left, um, with liberals, and well, she uses the term far left, and they kept and they crept slowly into the Democratic Party, that is then when the emergence of the woke army came about. The far left and the Islamicists working together, they hijack to hijack our freedoms, not only in the United States, uh, but even in India. And they have made India their enemy. This is why she wrote the book, The Woke Army, as she wanted to awaken, she says, I wanted to awaken India to this fact because this. Uh, India is an important ally of the United States, and India is her native country. Um, So basically, they will character assassinate you, they will insult you, like I said, degrade you, shame you, Um, um, and uh, yes, the character assassination that she got as a Muslim was turned on anybody who ch- who dared to challenge the vision of Islam in politics? This is what has gotten India uh, to come uh, into the crosshairs of this woke army. Okay, uh, so she talks about this cancel culture spreading in America, uh, the West, and even um, her motherland of India. She says we need to be awakened. If we need to contest our enemy we need to be awakened my friends what is awakening knowledge again vid knowledge comes from the vedas so knowledge you need to knowledge of the to uh, to to challenge your enemy to contest your enemy not with violence but um with your intellect um, Make every single junction into an intellectual laboratory, uh, open the, the knots, open the layers, understand all that lies in between Atwa, and with that knowledge, re- convert that knowledge into power to, b- to be ready when the sun rises the next day. Um, She talks about something that's very important, and I'm going to go through it, the Honor Brigade. Um, and the amount of times um and she's also joined on the podcast by uh, Mr. Jha I think his name is uh Vibudishah Ja sorry if I couldn't pronounce that And he says the amount of time that these people have gone ahead, uh, far left and the Islamists, have gone ahead, or sorry, should I say the woke people, to inhalate things and concepts that others believe in. The cancel culture, basically. So Asra says... uh, what is very important is to understand the concept of shame. The dynamic of shame is a part of their society in america she be, um, she became caught up in the struggle to assimilate in her new society when she went there as an immigrant about four years old. Her parents but her parents and sometimes she would get caught up in, in you know in the struggle, but she overcame it over time. Um and she got the backing of her parents, you know. Uh her parents did not um uh, become hostage to the shame that people were trying to to uh, put on her and she says most of the shame came from within the community it doesn't come from outside so they shame you with haram 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 uh, kufar, uh trying to keep you on the plantation basically and once they keep you on the plantation they, they indulge you with fear and that fear then becomes your um uh, it sort of makes you a hostage um the concept of honor and shame everybody knows Okay, um, but she says, on um, she says on the in fundamental, but on the fundamental side, in Hindu philosophies, there is a philosophy of transcendence where we transcend our ego. What is therefore shame? It's about our ego, where we uh, embarrass our families, we lose our face, we um, and we be, we are ashamed of ourselves. Uh, so therefore, what is shame? It's um, sorry. If you are beyond that shaming, you go to a higher place of transcendence. Uh, It takes a lot of courage to go up there, rise above that shame, don't let it make you handcuff you, don't let it make you uh, uh, degraded, ashamed of yourself, um, threatened, and the only reason uh, you can do that is with knowledge. She says it it brings with it a courage when you rise up, when you transcend the shame, it brings with it a courage. That is what we want to see in people. So she's basically empowering uh, her listeners to be to rise to transcend above shame as in Hindu philosophies, um, and take with you a lot of courage to rise up and have that conversation with yourself, and then with the world, and then with other people. Um, and she says, this is what we want to see in people. Courage to transcend the negativity and rise up. Uh, she says, the power that we have, uh, in, we have in ourselves and in each other is to be without shame. And when it comes to the values that we care about. So uh, we each one of us have um, a power within us and we have to use that power. Um, the honor of shaming is honorless. By slander, name calling, insulting, shaming, being unapologetic—it's um, not going to work. Be unapologetic. It's the strongest way is to be unapologetic. And she says we need to lose our insecurity. Okay. She says uh, the extremists and the Islamists. Okay. Um, they use intimidation, extortions. Um, the business of creating cancel culture, what they do is, uh, the cancel culture basically these woke mobs they hire lawyers they get uh, media like public relations folk to pitch stories and they sell their narrative and they bully and in, they bully and intimidate folk with their narratives. So to start, uh, so they start by fabricating stories. You get a hoax. Uh, so you start getting fabricated stories. You get a hoax, fabricated truth, and the reporters themselves have failed to challenge the narrative. They just keep on there, slandering you, uh, shaming you, intimidating you, uh, extortioning you, extortioning you. Um, and she says, um, the you know the, the the Council of American Islamic Relations, um, they are all involved in this, okay? And their goal is to use their money power to buy out as many people as possible. And I'm just giving this to you. This is in my own words, obviously, this part. So they use a lot of money to uh, buy out people, uh, buy out governments, buy out, buy out politicians. And then once they, they, they uh, you know, they slowly rise above the status quo to, power from the inside by, uh, and, and become part of the political parties, like Ilan Omar, exactly what it is, and then they, they'll extortion you, ext- uh, intimidate you, handcuff you with shame, and that's where we are. <laughs> and uh, obviously, um, Jaipur Dialogues um, says, asks her about The paradigm of oppressor versus uh, oppressive, okay, which we've talked about before us versus them. He says uh, the communists, the Marxists, they formed an alliance. With the left on that, and they they now get to decide who is the oppressor and the oppressed. So basically, uh, the communists, the Marxists, have formed an alliance. Uh, with the left, you have the Islamists over there. They'll they the moment they want something, they don't get it to you. They'll form a narrative. They'll use PR campaign managers to put the story out there. Then they work on the story, uh, spin the story, and the moment they spin the story, they they make you hostage in the shame of the story shame you shame you shame you and once they do that you know a long and short of the barrel uh, you go into a corner and then they'll 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 practice extortion on you uh, to your employment so on and so forth um, and all this is an alliance between left the communist Marxist uh, with oppressed and oppressors that means us versus them as we've said there's always an us versus them um, Aswa Nomani says, they are suppressing everything that America is known for, freedom of speech. Uh, She says, we have to expose their agenda. Seeing the alliance uh, with the far left is now coming on to the school systems. This means they are coming for our kids and our grandkids. All the opportunity they knew in the U.S. is slowly being erased, especially for the people coming from the Indian diaspora. Uh, reason i 'm um, putting this in my own words now China is an economic enemy I read this on the internet somewhere uh, but India is a civilizational and intellectual e- enemy and you cannot beat an intellectual for greater uh, and uh, the intellectual um, for it's the greatest intellectual civilization country on the planet as yet because uh, Pre um, Abrahamic uh, civilization because all of the rest were inhalated by the Abrahamic armies. Uh, so, uh, coming back to Asra, she says they are a machine trying to undermine excellence. Uh, they put all Asian people with, they call Asian people or South Asian white adjacent. That means white people are oppressors automatically. Okay, And Hindus in the US, because they're doing so fantastically well, they're very hard working, they're, they're really doing fantastically amazing, uh, so they put you as an oppressor and they put you in the same box, at the bottom of the box, with the white, so they call you white adjacent. So now we are, Indians or South Asians are part of the oppressor caste. That is how they've been able to go after Hindus. Mm-hmm. The effect that you're seeing um, about anti-Hindu sentiment as they replace the old hierarchy of human values with a new hierarchy of their high human value. Uh, In it, the Islamic extremists are forcing their way up the top and Hindus must come to the bottom as they are challenged to them. So Hindus, obviously, their civilization and This goes beyond Islam and Christianity. They are a massive challenge. They are uh, shaken to the core when they see such people who do not submit to their supremacy, not bow down to them and do better than them. So they have to put you down. So they will shame you with some white adjacent oppressor versus oppressed caste system. Um, and basically, um, that's why you're seeing. Um, this attack because they have to put you to the bottom of the barrel. This is character assassination. That's happening now with Hindus in India and all over the world. They are making sure that Indians lose scholarships because of their fake narratives in the classrooms. They call you and tell you to check your privileges. So you go somewhere, you say you're Indian, uh, you say you're Hindu, they will say, uh, what's your privilege? It means it's a code for oppressor. Parents are in shock, and they get rid of because uh they've got rid of the merit admissions test, and to give you scholarships based on identity, privileges, color, race, um you know, and and particularly for um, for South Asians or whatever else is there. She says from California. To New York, there is a war on merit and the idea of meritocracy. The word being used is called equity. Very important to understand this word, equity. The word is the new word for racism. So instead of saying racism, they'll say equity. Because now the ra- the racism is, is become antagonizing and they're losing votes, so they got the word equity. So many uh, programs have, where they judge kids by their race in schools, in this new hierarchy, kids of South uh asian origin are put on the bottom with white kids as their success has made them privileged so we know South Asians work very hard, they rise up the ladder, they're hard working, but the moment you rise up the your ladder, you're not allowed to rise up a ladder uh, because you will destroy their narrative of their uh, their social justice narrative where they are fighting against the oppressors and um, basically, you are if you work hard, you earn your own way, you reach the top, you're an oppressor automatically. Uh, so that's how they treat Asian kids. Uh, there is another way, um, in my opinion, this is another way for you to just convert to Islam or Christianity. So they push you to a corner, they say, we're not giving you scholarships, we're not giving you jobs, we're not giving you this, and the only way to do it is convert. So you convert to Christianity, and you convert to Islam, and there you go. Um, which is exactly how they converted people for Two, three thousand years. This is how the Islamists converted people, Islam converted people, Christianity converted people by pushing them into a corner, not giving them jobs, not giving them anything. And today you've got five, uh, four billion people on the planet, and their descendants are Christians and Muslims and, and Jewish because they were pushed into our uh, ancestors, were pushed into the corner, not given any, any schooling, anything. And they slowly rose up above the status quo and, and challenged that. But um, um, today we are we're Christians and and Muslims. But it's because of this. So there's just a new version of the old version. Oppressor versus oppressed. And the moment you're from a particular community, uh, Hindus, uh, you know, they'll force you to either uh, say that you're 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 not equitable. You're an oppressor and. In my opinion, that is the ticket to convert to Islam and Christianity. Again, these are my words. Uh, so it's not about your jobs, uh, Asra said. It's about your kids' job and your grandchildren's job, jobs in 20 and 40 years. So basically that is the interview. It was a fantastic interview. I'm going to put a link on my website. Please listen to the interview. It's important. And buy the book, The Woke Army from Asra Nomani. Fantastic. Um, and believe me, it's uh, it, it will give you the whole insight into a lot of things. So basically Basically, I'm going to put this in my own words. We've talked about this. Okay, this paradigm comes from Abrahamic, this cancel culture. This paradigm comes from Abrahamic ideologies. When you believe that there's heaven on top and hell below, that means the only thing you understand is the earth is flat. Okay. The earth is flat, you think. And so you're always fighting um, to. You're the uh, oppressed. You're always fighting to remove the oppressors from the planet. You want to clean the planet which is flat and put in only your people and you think it's going to to work your way because all the people with the same tag and the same label and that's how it goes. So that comes from supremacy and that comes from understanding that the earth's flat. People with this mentality of us versus them, oppressor versus oppressed, probably know the earth is not flat, but they understand very, very clearly that in their ideology, uh, the earth is flat because they've got heaven and hell. They can't challenge that. And so they're on this crusade to cleanse the earth of people who are unlike them and uh, which is becoming cancel which is what we call cancel culture uh, but this comes from a philosophy of abraham a uh, heaven versus hell us versus them uh, god versus the demon and uh, the satan um one tribe versus the other tribe um like i said oppressor versus oppressed caste versus pagan versus hindus versus it's it's always the worst in between, and it's disgusting, it's so unintellectual, it's so dumb and dumber. Uh, when you say us versus them, it's just pathetic. Uh, but it comes from this flat-earth mentality. Now, we know Islam and Christianity, slowly the empires came down the ground. However, um, they transferred it into a new ideology, okay? Socialism, communism, and Marxism. Communism, Marxism, Marxism, socialism is all about everyone getting equal. You can't get equal because we are currents and waves. We are not a flat earth. The moment you understand, you want to give everyone equal, okay, and think that you give everyone money and they'll all be rich or they'll all have money to, to pay for uh, their livelihoods, it's not going to work that way. And you can't cleanse the earth. You cannot cleanse the Earth of something, you just can't cleanse the Earth of something, because it's cyclic. The currents don't stop and the waves never stop, because we are currents and waves. We're cyclic. Um, and this is what the idiocracy of this is. So feudalism sorry, socialism is the same thing as one--party rule, where one party sits on the top and gives orders to everyone below, which is the same thing as feudalism um and they basically have the same mentality us versus them heaven versus hell um oppressor versus oppressed privilege versus the poor and they will put anyone into that class and caste. they give themselves the authority to put every everyone in a, in a class shame them make them hostage to the shame to the intimidation to the extortion of their minds um and basically that's it then they'll put out a narrative and you're done after that but it's important to understand how it works. It's a huge machinery to cancel culture and the woke mob. Massive machinery. They are, they've are. they got a lot of money um, from people putting donation boxes, from investments, from businesses, and they use it for this nonsense for violence. Instead of uplifting the poor, millions and millions of, of Muslims poor, Christians poor. Nope, they will not put into that. They will put it into fighting for power, for Wokeness, um, and like I said, this woke mob comes from uh, the mentality comes from Europe, which is Christian and so has the same flat earth mentality that became socialism and Marxism. That Marxism is is now become woke. So all that journey, and it's become woke, it's the same Marxism, but with a new label. And basically it's the same us versus them, oppressor versus the oppressed. So all these people, uh, anyone who challenges their philosophy of feudalism, of supremacy, Abrahamic supremacy, where I am the truth, the way, the life, only I am superior, my ideology is superior, my books are superior, and all of you are pagans and uh, basically, you know, um, not fit to even be on this earth. You have to submit to me, basically. And uh, this is the woke mob that's just transcended from, uh, from the um, World War II's, uh with Abrahamic philosophies and then became Marxist socialists. What is important to say is these people after their, ancestor, their ancestors their parents grandparents once the world war 2 one and two was over they went back home but the but the war never stopped the war continues in our minds in our heads in our homes the violence continues so a lot of them did not do their homework to heal to cleanse the body of the trauma, to take time out, to take one step back, to read, to discuss, to exchange knowledge, to understand what happened. They did not do their homework. All these people find themselves on the left today. Those who, after the World Wars, did their homework, even though it was slight, a little bit. If they did their homework, they read, they challenged, they, they worked on their mental ability, they, they worked on their trauma, they... Um, they cleansed themselves, they healed, they uh, They did a lot and a lot of homework, they transferred that homework to us, uh, this generation. And so that's why you find these type of people basically calling themselves conservatives. Because conservatives are about... Uh, not conservatives as in religion, conservatives come from the uh, American concept where they're conserving the freedom of speech, the freedom to challenge, the freedom to, uh, to um, contradict, the freedom to... Um, um, to have any type of discussion on any topic that was a conservative. You're conserving the freedom of speech. And so these are the people they, they are on the on the right for the simple reason is that they their parents and grandparents did homework after the wars. They find themselves in on the left. They find themselves on the right today, and they find themselves having a continuation a conversation and continuing that journey Well, it's on the left. You have people who are liberals, who are descendants of people who not only did not do their homework and heal after the wars, they just changed the labels from feudalism to socialism, Marxism, ism, this ism, and that became... And today they are out there screaming, yelling, heckling. Uh, All of them are out there because they've come from this mentality where they expect the feudal lord, the king to do all the work, the king to give them the money, God to give them the money. Just say us versus them and God is going to shower them blessings. They have been brainwashed to be slaves. And when they don't get it, then they start screaming. And that's why you have so many communal riots, because of the same people who want to hold everyone back, who do not understand that we are not a flat earth. The earth is cyclic. There are currents and waves, and the currents never stop, and the waves never stop. And that's who we are, currents and waves. And by eliminating everyone on this planet you're not going to change uh anything you're just going to make people more angry and go the other side and that's exactly what's happening so it's important to share this podcast understand what she's saying that uh this woke culture of class and uh and and critical race theory has now been allied with the islamist far extremist uh political islam there's a lot of money being exchanged. They are they are in the schools. They are changing the schools. They're changing the school narrative, the rhetoric. They're teaching young children about trans uh, homosexuality, and I'm not against. I'm not just against it. I have no problem with it, but it's it's not a place to teach children like this. Um, they're teaching them about pronouns. They're teaching them to understand that people with a certain color are op- oppressors. People with a certain label are oppressed. Uh, that is never good. They can, they can uh, character assassinate anyone sitting from their pulpit and you're supposed to submit to them, which is just another way of feudalism. So that is what I wanted to say today. The woke mob is still out there. The only way you can challenge it is with uh knowledge my friends remember that knowledge is the only way you can challenge someone's rhetoric and ego and their f- and their fake ego um in order to go uh, in order to rise above and transcend above the shape about above the shame. Remember, never, never let yourself be hostage to shame. Shaming people, Islamophobia, xenophobia, hate speech, uh, pagan, oh, caste, uh, us versus them, uh, poor little victims, these are all, uh, these are all Trojan horses. To get into your mind and finally make you hostage to their shame. Once they're in your head, they will use you and abuse you, extortion you, um, intimidate you, uh, and you gotta get them out of your head. You have to get them out of the red-free space on your head and and just get them out. And by doing that, you fill that space with knowledge. That conversation, you keep talking, keep questioning, keep challenging, and you will get places. Finally, you will be free. It takes a long; it's a long journey, but it's important. So this is what I wanted to say today: the woke mob, what they're doing about, uh, how they're going about it, and how South Asians are suffering and uh, not suffering, but eventually they they are being. Um, you know they they're being used as uh gutter bags uh against uh the Islamist and the left which is the left over from the Christian uh groups um and there's a lot of discrimination coming your way because South Asians are automatically in the US taken as um oppressors why we never invent, we never uh invaded the world we never had uh we never had um slaves Uh, or should I say we didn't indulge in slavery um, like the Abrahamic groups, yet we are the oppressors. How come an Abrahamic mentality can have the guts and courage to call Hindus oppressors? Why? Because they've created this narrative of caste, they've rented out the concept, they've created the narrative, they've used their PR campaign managers. Now, anyone who, who, who doesn't say that they are not caste, um, who doesn't fit the narrative of caste, they'll just put you aside and make you an oppressor. And they prevent you from having scholarships, uh, programs, getting admissions. And this is ballooning out of proportion, my dear friends. This is what critical race theory is. Um, and we go from there. And this for them, um, from the back though, is a nice way, and this is my words, obviously, nice way to convert, to force people to convert to Islam and Christianity. But what can I say? Uh, there are other better things in life to do. Goodie Padwa. Happy Goodie Padwa. Happy New Year. And um, I ask you to have this conversation, please, to start the New Year. Have a conversation with your friends, your family, your, your, uh, your neighbors, your social media groups. Heal, my friend. It's very important to heal with knowledge, transcend over, transcend over the shame, um, and uh, you will be free. And on the on the last note, if you want to buy uh, the book for Asra Nomani, the woke um, the woke army, um, go ahead buy. it. It's not very expensive. I think four hundred and fifty, if I'm not mistaken, rupees, and it'll be a great buy and a great read for all of you. So on that note, I take your leave. Thank you so much. Have a great weekend until we meet again.